I want a podcast with common people, just like you, Lena, on this episode of Nani's Tunes with Avery and Lena. We weren't going to get into it, but I'm starting <laughs> here now. Common people. Pulp. Pulp. Let's just say that. We'll get back to it. I well, feel in that we... song. No, no, no. We'll tell the guests that listeners, I felt in common people. Well, we'll talk about it a little more, though, that. It seemed like she was horrible, but then he turns it around. He's what of the judgy. He almost doesn't look so good in that song either. Okay. Just like you calling me common people isn't making you look good. I don't care. Since you married me. (laughs) Anyway, so we're doing Pulp. Yes, the album Different Class by Pulp, released in 1995. Smack dab in the middle of the 90s. Closer to 96, really. I guess it's not smack. Yeah, October 30th, 1995. Yes. Pulp started out in Sheffield in 1978. Had a whole bunch of band members, but the biggest guy, Jarvis Cocker, started the band when he was 15. He was always part of the band. There were some people who came, left, whatever. They were first called Arabicus Pulp because they kind of after the, they liked the name after hearing the Arabica bean. Okay. And no, no, sorry, it was just Arabicus, then Arabicus Pulp. First, he wanted to just name it Pulp after a Michael Caine movie. Michael Caine starred in Austin Powers, <laughs> who is our Canadian. <laughs> Actually, they had one of their, they had a mini album called It, like Pulp It was their joke. Pulp. pulp I, I, I get the, I get what a pulp it is. They started, they didn't do so well. And, 78 till the 90s, and then there was an explosion of Britpop and Pulp right in the middle of it. Maybe one of the best examples? Or like, what's the word I'm looking for? Shining stars? No, that's not a word. I don't know. I don't know where you're going. Like A really great example of a Britpop band. Oh, so a good example. No, that's not the word (laughs) I'm looking for. I'll yell it out if I think about it randomly throughout the podcast or two down the line. So since you already did your Canadian connection, I'll do my Canadian connection as well. This album was produced by Chris Thompson. He was a producer of not only this album, but a lot of other bands and albums. And he produced the breakthrough album for In Excess. If you don't know, In Excess is obviously not Canadian. Are they Australian? They are Australian. You are correct on that. But when the lead singer died... Day, mate. Oh. They uh, had a TV show called Rockstar in Excess, so they tried to find a replacing singer for mm-hmm. Michael Hutchins. Yeah. And... I vaguely remember this show. Yes. So a guy named J.D. Fortune won that show, and he toured with them for um two and a half years on the world okay. tour. I think they, he was in the band for... Almost 10 years, or sorry, six years. Um, but he was from Nova Scotia. Was he from Picto or just Nova Scotia? Uh, South Spring, so okay. outside of Picto. Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, so that's my Canadian connection. I thought for sure you were going to have this Canadian connection. William Shatner did a cover of Common People. <laughs> I, I did sure. not know that. <laughs> I don't remember it. It came up, but yeah. Yeah, that's Also, I, I just want to go back to their band history a little bit. Mm-hmm. The president of their fan club actually ended up being in the band for a while. 
Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. A permanent member, but they've broken up and retoured. They just started, they just reunited for in 2023. Their bandmate, Stephen McKay, actually died of uh, March 2nd of this year. Oh, that's unfortunate. He said he wasn't going to do the tour, and then he passed away of an illness, undisclosed illness. Hmm. Yeah, just threw that kind of out there. Most of the re- most of the stuff is about Jarvis Co- um, Cocker, who did some solo stuff. I guess in the eighties, he was on un- unemployment and lived in a derelict factory and squatted. I think in that factory in London, he squatted in London mm-hmm. at some point. I don't know if two different places. Um, in nineteen eighty five, he ended up in the hospital and then in a wheelchair for a couple of weeks because he was trying to impress a girl by doing a Spider Man impression. Okay, I don't know exactly. I'm guessing climbing was. Big controversy in 1996 at the Brit Awards. He mooned or just wagged his bum at Michael Jackson in protest of like Michael Jackson, who was on the stage with a rabbi and children, a children's choir singing. That sounds like a horrible joke about to happen. I think, yeah. I think that was part of it. The Earth Song. Yeah. So just throwing that out there. You said you had this album. I did have this album. I that didn't... blows. That surprises me. Because I wasn't. You didn't think I'd listen to Britpop. I don't think you'd listen to Pulp. Well, I think I got it because of the song um, "Common, Common People, People," which I like. Their biggest, song. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah. And then I, I think I traded that album. Like I got it from somebody else. Like I didn't go out and buy it. So I don't remember enjoying it either. But you enjoyed probably Common People. Yes. But now that I listen to it more, I enjoyed it a lot more now than I did back then. I could see that. Sometimes musical tastes change, and sometimes if something's too in your face all all the time, you might not listen to it. Did you recognize any of the other songs? Yeah, I did. Um, Disco 2000, maybe? Yeah, Disco 2000 was definitely up there. Yeah, I think those two just stood out for me more than anything else. Was Common People on a soundtrack? I don't know. Were they on Train Spotting soundtrack? They were. I don't oh, think it was okay. Common People. No, no, it wasn't Common People, but they were. I kept, as you know, asking Google to play Blur. <laughs> yes. I, <laughs> I don't know. know why. We've had many of those conversations <laughs> over the week. Blur came up a lot in the research, just Britpop. Um, <laughs> I also felt like I, they were so, they sound so British. There were times Feeling Called Love reminded me a bit of like a david bowie song like not a specific song but just david bowie i don't know if you know the band james they had the song laid no some of those some songs reminded me of that he just um something changed was the name of the song that reminded me of that it just sounds british right like they just it's his oh yeah yeah here's the best way i could describe it at times i felt the song's did it for me, but made me feel dirty. (laughs) (laughs) That's the most risque thing I'm going to say. But there were times I felt dirty listening to this album. Does that make sense? Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I like that the back album, like Minor says, we don't want no trouble. We just want the right to be different. That's all. I like that. Which kind of ties in with the first song, Miss Shapes, kind of like they... Explain it as Misfits Uniting. Okay. Then they were kind of like saying people didn't get kind of the joke. Like he was always the misfit. And then like 
he's like them people didn't see that people he was kind of ma- were ma- he would kind of be making fun of in that song would buy the album and he's like well you can't control who buys it and that just seemed a little pretentious slightly is how i and even just the way in common people he he comes across as patrip pretentious in a couple of things but i don't mind it's almost like a persona like i don't actually is it though i don't know but i don't mind common people has some great lines in this album yeah one of my favorite is he talks about the cockroaches climbing the wall and says if you if you called your something like if you called your dad he'd stop it all and i just liked that line it was just so biting okay yeah just thought it's right i believe you (laughs) so how you said you liked it anything to expand no not really it was just when i like i said when i had it when i was younger i liked a couple songs off of it i but i never really listened to it that much i don't think because i didn't enjoy that type of music but now re-listening it was it was easy listening it flowed really nice. It would be really good, and I don't know if this is bad to say, but it's a good background CD. Yeah, yeah. Like, no matter what you're doing, you could have this on. Like, if you had people over or if you're playing games or whatever you're doing. It would definitely set up weddings. Mo- Sorry. <laughs> funerals, weddings? Yeah, like, whatever. I could see that. Yeah. It would really set the mood of a party. It would be like a cool party. Actually, it was played at weddings. Not this, but a lot of people came up and told them that they played Something Changed at weddings. It was their wedding song. Okay. Just threw that out there. See? It could be our funeral song if we play our cards right. I feel like I didn't... I don't know how I knew some of these songs, except for common people. I'm just like, I know this song. I know this song. And I think my roommate listened to it. And it was just kind of like background and kind of made its way in. Okay. I don't know. I just... Obviously, common people. I mean, we've said this a lot, but just based on a true woman that he met in high school... And the Athens voice are pretty sure they found her. And she's like, only Jarvis knows. And then another woman said it was written about her. But why would you necessarily say it was written about you? Like, why would Dave Coulier own up to the song? That's what I was just going to compare it to, the (laughs) Dave Coulier effect. I just thought that was kind of interesting. And also, oh, Disco 2000. Also, his friend Deborah Bone was based on her. Okay. I like that song because I'm like, that's Gloria, right? Gloria, Gloria. Mm -hmm. And it is, they do reference the song. They kind of took it from that. And some like Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting by Elton John, some ABBA, Mm -hmm. some disco. But as soon as I heard it, I'm like, Gloria, Gloria. And I like that it was Deborah. Deborah. And that her name didn't suit her at all because I'm obsessed with people whose names don't suit them. Okay. Sister Maureen, you know I'm talking about you. Not a nun, my <laughs> sister Maureen. <laughs> so this album did reach the charts in Canada. So of course, on the Canadian top album chart slash CDs, it reached number thirty six. I don't know how many albums it sold, so it probably didn't reach platinum or anything like that. You think uh, it would have? Well, maybe not in Canada per se. But it did reach three times, to- four times platinum in UK, which was 
1.33 million albums sold. Mm. But it did reach number one in the UK and number one on the Scottish albums, too. Those are the only two number one spots for this album. Okay. It did really well. It, like, lists, it's on lists and Britpop came up a lot. But I didn't actually write down the numbers. Like it had great critical reception, like a lot of four stars, five stars, whatever those places do it, like nine out of tens or yeah, yeah. four stars out of four stars or four stars out of five stars. You know, very good critical reception. So it was, I just thought it was a good album. Now, now listening back, good solid album. There were times that it could bring me down if you really listen to the lyrics more than. Yeah. That's why I say it's good background yeah. music. Because not all the time you're listening to the background music. I mean, we're recording on a Monday, not a, not just like an hour before you this is released. But <laughs> Monday morning, and then he's just like, and now we're back. And now we're back here and Monday on Monday. So you can do it all over again. It's like, oh, I feel that my bones... <laughs> And then it, <laughs> at one point he's like, in that case, die, die, die. I'm like, oh, I should not listen to this song on a Monday. I also, I love the feel of a lot of songs. A lot of songs, they start off slow and there was like a crescendo, just like, it would just gradually build up to like this. And it's not like he's yelling or anything, but the music would just build that I really liked that vibe that they gave. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of songs like that. So what was your favorite song? I'd say Common People. Yeah. Between me, it's that and Disco 2000. But it's your choice what we put on the... I, I'm going to put Disco 2000 on that. Okay. Why is that? Just less people know it. Stone, Stone Cold said so. <laughs> Wrong podcast. I also really liked Feeling Called Love. That was a good song, too, I thought. Do you regret picking this? Oh, no, not at all. I, I'm really glad I picked this. I... Did you think you were going to like it upon listening, re-listening? No, I didn't think I was, but I'm glad I did. Hmm. So what album do you got for us next oh, week? Oh, I'm not sure. <laughs> well, then two. I'll pick. No, no, I have two wound up. Let's see what comes out of my mouth. I'm trying to decide. There's one I really want to do, but I want to go with a different vibe than we've been doing lately. So we're going with Empire Records soundtrack. It's been a okay. while since we did a soundtrack or like different songs. So yeah, about a month. <laughs> yeah, that's a while. And I didn't choose that one. Empire Records. And we brought that up when we did Romeo and Juliet. Or okay. I'm not sure if we did on the podcast or behind the scenes, but I'm choosing Empire Records. Okay. And make sure you tune in Friday for I Know I Got Skills by Shaq. With Diesel. a Z at the end of yes. skills. Obviously. I think that is obvious. You're right. Yeah. By Shaquille O'Neal, because I talked over you. Sorry. <laughs> oh, hey. And tune in next week.